0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Surviving the Suck podcast. Today I have a super, super awesome guest. Um, I'm super excited for all of you to meet Jawan Arrington because he's not only just been such a good friend to me, you probably know him from the 100 series, which I'm going to have him tell you a little bit about himself, but he's just a phenomenal person. He's out in the Quad Cities community, and the first thing that I think of when I think of Jawan is I think of positivity, and that's his whole life, that's what he's about, So um, without further ado, I'm actually gonna have you introduce yourself, Juan, because I don't think I can do you justice. So my question is, who are you? What is the 100 series and what are you all about?
1: all right well first off Haley, thank you so much for having me on your podcast i'm very honored to be able to share on your platform i think you're doing some some amazing things with the your own brand the great the great matters and with your surviving like podcast so again thank you so much for for letting me come on here and share a little bit but yeah uh my name is juan Arrington. i am a native here in the quad cities east Moline area out here in Watertown, uh, United Township graduate, class of 03. And I am a huge fan of the medium of creation, of photography, of videography. I've been big into it my whole life as a kid. And as Haley was saying, about five years ago, five and a half years ago now, I started this lifestyle brand called the 100 Series, which is all about promoting a positive way of living, both mentally and physically. So I do that by doing a lot of different photography-themed projects, a lot of video-themed projects, featuring people here in the Quad Cities, giving them an opportunity to share a little bit of themselves, a little bit of their life, to motivate, inspire, and empower others here in our community to be the absolute best that they can be, to keep it 100. So, yeah, we've been going strong the last five years. And, yeah, I'm super excited for the things that we have Going on right now and the things that we're going to be doing in the future
0: wow okay yeah that it's it's just super amazing to well one when i first met you i was blown away just by who you are but also what you've created like i think it's to me it's so beautiful when i see people create something that becomes a movement that other people latch on to and it makes other people's lives better and you know someone once told me they believe that ideas come to us, and we choose them. And so, a question that I have is, what what made you start the 100 series? Like, how did that come about?
1: So, the 100 series actually began almost by happenstance, really. From really, I got to go back probably about ten years, honestly, to, to give you like the full the full background story. So, we're looking at. The 2010 timeframe, late 2010 timeframe is when I really started getting connected with people who are, who are very business minded, who are very success oriented. And I became uh, a mentee to them. And I started learning about self-help, self-improvement, this thing called a positive mental attitude. And I I just started getting plugged into just different reading materials uh, from books like you know, Think and Grow Rich, 5th Napoleon Hill, Dale Carnegie books. You know, How to Win Friends and Influence People, and all of them had a had an overarching theme of positive, a positivity of thinking positively to manifest what you want in life. Mm. I started attending different leadership conferences with just different people, again with this this mindset of success, and it started slowly. You know, changing my mind around and I started to change who I associated with because when you start associating people who have that type of mindset of success, of positivity, that will eventually you know, latch on to you as well. You know, you know, There's a saying that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with and I you know, started to take that to heart. I started to really look closely at who I was spending my time around And I started to spend my time around people who were, you know, more successful minded because when you're the average, you're the average in all aspects of your life. You're an average of your mindset. You're an average of your finances. And, you know, all these things play a huge part. And I I wanted to put myself in a position to succeed in life. Mm -hmm. So that's really how my mindset changed. So that's the whole mindset of the 100 series. That's really the origin of, of the mindset. Now, as far as the, the visuals, the presentation, that actually started about 2014 time timeframe when uh, a, co- a coworker of mine, she was doing this little Instagram challenge, Facebook challenge called 100 Happy Days, where she found something positive in her day that she saw. She took a picture of that with her phone and she would post that on her social media. Mm-hmm. I really liked that idea. So I took that challenge onto myself and I did the same thing, except I changed the name of it. I called it 100 Days of Awesome. Same exact same exact concept, but I just changed the name a little bit to, to match more of my personality. And I didn't realize how many people were actually paying attention to what I was doing because by the time I was done, people were like, Juan, what are you gonna do next? Juan, what's the next project going to be? And I was like, I had no I had no plans of yeah. continuing anything else after that. But it sparked, you know, more wheels to turn in my head with, okay, well what else could I do? So I, I went online, went on Google. And I was just like this thinking, I like, you know typed in, you know, photo projects. And one of the things that came up was 100 strangers. So it just happened to have the whole 100 thing already there. So I was like, you know what? Let's keep up with the consistency. So I did that project. So I went ahead and I met you know, new people every single day. And I asked them, hey, I'm doing this project. Would it be okay if I took your picture for it? And almost everyone said yes. So, yeah. So uh, a lot of the people that I met during that project, you know, we're talking about like Haley Reagan, who now runs, you know, she's co-owner of Frat Fitness here in East Moline. That's how I met her was through doing that project. So the people that I met doing that project, I'm like now good friends with today and I'm collaborating with them As, you know, moving forward in both of our different lives and different career fields. So that project alone, like, sparked more branches, you know, to form for things that I'm still doing now, you know, five to six years later. So still haven't actually started the hunters yet. So we're looking at 2015 now, you know, spring 2015. I'm in a coffee shop with a friend of mine um garagova so shout out ala garagova uh and she was uh saying hey you know what you're doing all these cool projects you should like roll with this you should like turn this into something you should turn it into a brand mm-hmm. and like do a hundred, hundred of this uh you know a hundred of that and i was like okay you know i was like i already i already had all this knowledge that i had accumulated over the years from you know, being around entrepreneurs, from being around success-minded people. And I'm like, you know what, let me use this knowledge or something. You know, so I started doing the things that I was reading in the books. I started going out here into the Quad Cities, talking to people that I knew who were doing, you know, cool things. And I, I interviewed them and I started picking their brains about what they do to be successful. And that actually became the first official project of the 100 series called 100 days of awesome people.
0: Oh, yeah. I love that.
1: Yeah. So 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 August twentieth, 2015. That's the official launch day of the 100 series. So that is that is the, the birthday of the 100 series is, is August twentieth, 2015. So yeah, we are we're five years old now, uh, going on six years old now into this year, and we've done so many projects since then. We've done. You know, 100 shades we've done, 100 mixes. Mm -hmm. Um, Over time, uh, I've lightened my workload significantly. So I don't do the 100 entry projects anymore. However, I still do, you know, projects. I I do the Keep It 100 ongoing series. I've now switched over to podcasting because due to the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, wasn't really able to meet with a lot of people. So mm-hmm. thankfully, I took advantage of, you know, this wonderful thing called the internet.
0: And I just, <laughs>
1: and I just started to, you know, podcast, you know, you know online with people. And that's, you no know, been the newest format. And it gives me an opportunity to actually, you know, sit down and really get in depth with, with people, with uh, who they are, with what they're doing and why they're doing it. Being able to have... You know, hour-long conversations. You know, hour and a half-long conversations of of just you know people who are like-minded who want more out of life and are you know sharing with uh, with other people on how they can get more out of life. Mm -hmm. So it's been it's been a a very a very fun ride uh, these last five years. But I always say this: we're just getting started. No, there's no way more that we have coming down the pipeline, and I'm. so excited for, for the future and what, and what it has.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm, well, one, I'm super, super excited to see what you do next because I, I, love I was just going through the other day and actually I scrolled all the way like down way down the 100 series Instagram and was just looking at some of the older stuff and just how cool it is to have a brand like this that just brings people together um, because I, I know that you and I have had conversations about community and the power that community holds and like you said when COVID hit it got really hard for a lot of people but especially for brands you know like the 100 series like the gray matters that you know, our whole brand is about bringing people together and telling stories and being able to kind of bring this positive mindset. In. And, nice. that, you know, yeah, when that happened, it was I, I feel like it was just really hard. But, um, you know, what I was going to say is I love just the number 100 because with Foster's Voice, we always talk about, you know, every day the goal is to be at 100 percent. And sometimes you can only give 20%. And that's when the community or the people around you, you know, the average of the five people, the, the people around you who give you that 80%. Or if you can only give 30%, they're giving you that 70%. Um, and so, you know, what for you, I guess, as you've experienced community with the 100 series, what's something that you've learned or something that you've taken away from all the people that you've gotten to meet and interview?
1: I'd say... The, the main thing, and it really started to click in my mind with what this is all about, was mm. during my 100 Shades project. And if you haven't uh, checked out that project yet, what I did was I asked people to pick an object. could be anything, any kind of object. You know, but it has to have some kind of you know, sentimental value or significance in your life. And I just want you to talk about it. And from that, people brought, it just about everything. People brought blankets. People brought spoons. People brought, you know, different jewelry. Some people, you know, brought pictures of family members. And people, so one guy brought like a whole basket full of origami cranes. And each person had a, such an impactful story behind what they brought because you know about an object that to maybe you or me could seem very mundane but to them it's you know part of what makes them them Mm. so when I started doing this and I started to learn about these people I started to understand what makes them tick and once you understand what makes someone tick it's hard to dislike that person because you, because un- you understand exactly what, wh- where they're coming from, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I just started getting that more and more through all these projects. It's like, okay, okay. And it's just like, if you just sit down with someone and just talk to them and understand where they're coming from, you know, there's more synergy in that. There's more community in that, you know? Mm. And you know, I see, you know, a lot, you know, I know, you know, the, the beauty of social media is that you can get your, your brain out there to One of the, one of the unfortunates of social media is that it brings up a lot of conflict between people, people, you know, who come from different walks of life and they don't, that doesn't really click, you know, that from that, the way we, you know, we're brought up, you know, shapes our mind, it shapes our opinions, it shapes, you know, who we are, what we do, what we like, what we don't like. Mm-hmm. So once you start to understand that, why people do what they do, you know, that backstory and giving and just letting people just talk. Just letting people just talk about what they're doing. It's like I, I have a hard time not liking someone. I might not agree with you know with them in general, but I don't I don't dislike them because of that. And it's just it's just this, this respect, just this respect for other human beings. And if we just sat down and just talk to people. Just sit down and just have a, a you know conversation, you know, over a cup of coffee or something. You know, how many issues just go away, you know? That's that's really the, the main thing that I get for from myself from, from doing all of this. I just get this 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 feeling of you know, this is really is a, a hub. It's a hub that can bring people together. And I, I've seen not just for me personally, but I see people who don't know each other they're able to connect. Like I'll give an example, like, like with you and my friend Cassidy Miles, who lives down in, in, in St. Louis. It's like, and she's a big advocate for mental health awareness as well. And it's like, you know, well, you, you guys you know, were able to meet through a vehicle that you might not have been able to otherwise. And it's like, that's, that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of synergy that's the the beauty of community it's bigger than what we think what we do what we say it it causes ripples that will echo throughout the generations and what we have to do what our responsibility is making sure that we use our actions wisely you know
0: yeah wow that was that was touching I like how you said the you know the power of community is so much bigger than what we think it is and it ripples through the generations, because I I believe that, you know, as human beings, we're relational creatures, we need community. And I think that's why this pandemic has been so hard on people. And I think more people have turned to social media, but I think that we've also found just because we're more connected doesn't mean that we are truly more connected, that we still need those face-to-face conversations. We still need to feel seen, feel heard. And I think be loved in the end, because like you said, social media does bring a lot of conflict with it. And I think, you know, especially this past year, I feel like tensions have just been so high politically, um, just, and, and it's sad, right? Like, why, why have we become so divided? And, you know, that's why I think I love the 100 series so much is it's kind of like, okay, you know, we all might have our own perspectives. We all come from different places. But at the end of the day, you know, we're all here to make our lives better, and to do better, to be better. So, that's um, just beautiful. I, I love everything that you said. That's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Um, and, you know, you talked a lot about stories. So, you know, this whole podcast is about surviving the suck of life, trying to get through the hardship, the things that suck. And I feel that I connect through people when they tell their story or, you know, when I hear that they're going through something because it makes me feel like I'm not alone and I see myself in them. Um, and so, you know if you're comfortable sharing when when was a time that you had to survive the suck or go through a hardship and how did you get to the other side of that
1: so actually it's very very funny you actually asked this question because um here we are in in 2021 and this uh unfortunately this year hasn't gotten off to the best start for me personally um one of my uh close aunts uh, who was a big part of my life and in my childhood um sadly passed away at the beginning of the of the month and uh it, it took a huge uh toll on me it took a huge toll on everyone in, in my family and it was a it was a loss that i haven't felt you know the impact of a loss like that in my family since i lost my own father back 17 years ago now and it was actually was very ironic that my aunt's funeral actually took place on the same day that my father had passed away so so yeah so it was a it was a very 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 rough very rough start and coming from me as a guy who you know exudes happiness who exudes positivity I just found myself in this just this you know th- this place where i just i just couldn't i just didn't want to do anything it's like you know, i didn't post i probably didn't post anything for like you know a couple days just because i just number never i just didn't have the energy in me and number two it just didn't feel right to do you know and like i was just thinking about you know i just had all this Flood, just flooding of memories over the past year, and just you know, just how great of a woman my aunt was. And I don't know if you knew, um, if you had heard any about um, Sandra K. Arrington. That's that, that's her name. Uh, she actually did a lot of you know some work at at Augusta um, with the choir. So,
0: I and, I've, uh, heard, I've heard her name before.
1: So yeah, yeah, so yeah, she was you know, huge into the the Christian ministry scene. Here in the quad cities, especially in the black community. And if you were if you're a part of that scene, then you know exactly who Sandra Harrington is and what kind of a amazing human being she was. So um and I just remember I posted um the last like conversation that we had between each other. And um like the last thing she said to me was I always got your back. Mm-hmm. And you know that that's like the last thing that that I have of her and that's the the one thing that I I still hold on is that that I I always got your back, you know, always. And you know, I just I just you know remember remember that, and that you know I'm not I'm not alone. And I you know talked to a lot of people, uh, yourself included, you know, and they they kept saying you know the exact same thing that you're not you're not alone and. For the longest time, you know, I can sometimes I can be like very headstrong and sometimes very stubborn. It's like I feel that like if I can't do it by myself, that I didn't earn it, you know.
0: Mm,
1: yeah. And and like I, I just start having to tell myself that that John, that's that's not that's not what that's not the way. It's like some things you you need help, you know. You 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 need other people. To, to, to fall back on and I had a friend of mine you know she texted me and she was like you know you you you've done so much that it's okay to take a break like they, like you you deserve a break yeah and and you know I, I I took that to heart I took that to heart and it's like you know I'm not gonna put that kind of pressure on myself it's like you know, you know it's like those stages of grief is that, you know, I couldn't ignore it, I couldn't escape it, I just had to, you know, I have to, I, I have to, to deal with it, and I have to go, go through it, and I have to, to just know that, you know, these feelings, like, you know, you probably hear it a lot, like, you know, these feelings are valid, you know, I don't have to, you know, try to, you know, don't you know, make any kind of you know, excuses or explanations as to why I feel the way I, I feel yep. and also at the same time is that through sadness like there is still positivity because you can still to me positivity is not an emotion positivity is it's a it's a way of thinking it's a mindset and just knowing that it's okay to feel it's okay to feel you know, sad. You know, because like I, I still feel sad, and you know, it's you know, the you know, sadness is not you know, is not an emotion that I like to to to. I swear, I want to say, dwell in. You know, because I do always want to, you know, be that light. That's part of the brand is to be the light for people. But when darkness happens to you personally. It's, you know, you have to, you know, mentally just know that, you know, that, that light is still there, Mm -hmm. that, that you you don't have to remain in darkness, you know, so, so always just keeping that that in mind that, that, that there is still light at the end of the tunnel. It may seem very dark right now, but that's okay, because it is there, even if you can't see it, it is there you know it's it's a it's almost like like a promise it's a guarantee if you know it's there you don't have to you don't need to worry because it's coming so right now it's just one of those moments where you just have to just you know just you know just be in it just be in it and eventually you will get through the other side and yeah it's a. It's yes. Yeah, it's, it's been it's been a very hard, heart wrenching, heart couple couple of weeks. But you know, every day gets a little bit better. Um, you know, there's definitely been you know, those times where I just did not want to do anything at all. I've actually gotten pretty behind on a few of my projects because I just and I and I told everyone that I I that I work with that hey I'm going through this. Uh, I'm gonna put it off for a little bit. I mean, but we'll we will reschedule and let's get back to it. Like I had to schedule a whole big shoot because it was original scheduled on the day of the funeral, but we went ahead and we got that all taken care of, got that all figured out, and, you know, we're going to get get that done here soon, you know, but, you know, I'm very thankful again for, you know, the community that I've been able to cultivate that, you know, I do have a lot of support, and I'm very thankful um, for those people who are supporting me. So, yeah, so out there, all the people out there who have reached out to me and have given your condolences, thank you again. I, uh, I really appreciate it. You have no idea how much those words mean to me, and just seeing, like, just how many people care and support, it's, it was very, it was very heart heartwarming, you know, throughout all this. So, thank you all.
0: Wow, that's really beautiful. I'm, I'm really sorry for your loss, and, you know, I've been keeping you my thoughts, but, You know, I think what makes me really proud of you is the fact that you were able to identify, hey, I'm going through this darkness, and if I can't work for a few days or if I need to push off some stuff, that's okay. Because I I think we beat ourselves up so much when we go through hardship and we feel like we have to keep pushing and keep pushing and power through it, I feel like, is a, a phrase that's used a lot, and that's just not reasonable. And so, I'm really glad that you're at least taking some time that you need to rest and heal because this is this is a loss, you know. And I think a lot of people who go through grief, you know, it's like you feel really numb, um, and you might go through the stages. Sometimes people just throw themselves back into work and they just work and work and work, and then they get to a point where they feel like everything's falling apart around them because they just didn't take any time to fully feel it and so you should be really proud that you have the courage to feel it right now because that's hard it's hard to to face the loss and it's hard to face the emotion that comes with that so i'm really proud of you and hang in there you've been surviving the suck so well um and you know you talked about how grateful you are to the 100 series and just the community that you have for lifting you up because i i resonate with that as well when i was going through A lot of stuff this year I felt like so many people from the gray matters were the ones that were reaching out and making sure I was okay and there's nothing better than that when you know sometimes you you feel this pressure as the leader of a movement you know you can relate to this um you feel this pressure to constantly be on your game or you know to keep it 100 all the time oh yeah and yeah like you said you you feel that too and it's it's difficult but I think what people in the 100 series and the gray matters, and you know, any group that we're part of, is just to recognize that we're all human and we all go through things and it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to be vulnerable, but you know, don't stay in the darkness. Like you said, there is light. Um, It's just, sometimes you have to find it. And that's the hard part is, sometimes it feels like you have to push yourself to keep going back to the places where you feel hope, to surround yourself with the good people, because it's easy to just lay in bed and and shut the door and not let anyone in, but it takes a lot of strength to ask for help. So I'm super proud of you. Super grateful to you because I feel like just the way that you've gone through this has inspired me. And I know many other people are watching it too. So um, you should be really just really proud of yourself for everything that you've done. Cause you're just, you're a great person. So I admire you.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you. And yeah, again, like, I, I could go, you know, on and on and on because, you know, on a lot of people, they see, they probably see, like, my social media and they'll probably see, like, oh my gosh, this guy is, like, you know, so cool, He's so amazing. But again, like, with social media, like, I don't really post a lot about my social life on my social media because I want to keep, keep everything as, you know, professional as possible and keep it, and keep, not to be ironic, but keep it 100, but, uh, <laughs> but to keep But keep everything on brand, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: But um, you know there, no, I definitely have you know, my moments. You know, not not just you know with my you know current loss, but you know there there are definitely moments that you know I you know had to come to grips with you know some 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 anxieties that I have um in life and just a lot of things that personally that I you know worry about and that you know definitely keep me up at night Mm -hmm. and you know I've learned to I've gotten better at dealing with my own personal anxieties um and those and they can they can be from like with the whole pandemic thing like when things were like really starting to lock down and there were just a lot of uncertainties out there with you know what the future was going to hold Mm -hmm. um but you now i I had to like like for example, like again, let's go back to 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 social media again. I think a lot of people like to you know spout out their you know, their thoughts and their opinions, and it can get very it can get very you know tricky to to automatically you know mistake opinions as facts and sometimes that can really stir stir things up you know stir things up you know in your mind and in your heart so like i had to to really like calm myself down and really start to understand like okay what's what's what are the facts what are the things that i can can control and you know that's what i focus on so like when you know I couldn't do a photo shoot for like three months you know what can i control well i have like all of these pictures that i've taken currently and i just worked on those i went back to the i went back to the to square run i just started just working on pictures that i had already shot revamped my entire editing style uh, from from doing that and when i came back to Cause I didn't do a shoot from February to June last year. I didn't, I didn't shoot anything. So when I finally got back to doing shoots again, like, like I was like rejuvenated, honestly. And I was able to, to, to do more Mm -hmm. and do it better.
0: Yeah. So. Makes sense. Makes complete sense. I, I, I definitely relate to the whole social media thing. I think it's it's so easy to, gosh, like, honestly, I feel like Twitter is the worst one for me. Like, I, I just saw a post on Instagram, which is ironic because it's Instagram, you know? And this person had just posted, like, I'm off Twitter. It's just everyone's shouting their opinion into the void. And it just is a very anxiety-ridden place. And I was like, man, I totally relate to that. Um, I stay on Twitter because I run a bunch of different accounts for Foster's Voice and other things I'm involved in, but I keep my personal one up because I'll just I'll tweet something and then I immediately get off because I'm like I don't know what kind of reaction that's going to cause and I don't even want to be here for it. So mm-hmm. it's you know it. I feel like social media can become this really dark and hostile place. But you're right also in this time where you know you didn't get to do photo shoots. I didn't get to do you know my gray matters event that I wanted to do before I left campus and just other things. It provides us a space to still somewhat stay connected. And I think that's a good thing, but at the same time, there's definitely that negative side to it. And I think a lot of people do struggle with that. I really do.
1: Yeah. And, and, um, and we've had, had this conversation before where like now it's gotten to the point where I'm hardly really even on social media, really. I go in. It's kind of like what you said. I go in there. I, I, you know, post my own thing, and then I, I get off it.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I,
1: I, I just, you know, it's like I just can't. I just can't really. I can't, you know, put that, you know, stuff into my mind anymore because it's just, you know, it's just not doing any good. Mm. So.
0: Yeah, boundaries. That's what that's called. Yeah, and I, I think that's perfectly okay. You know, I. I feel like so many people, or I don't even know if people say this, but it's this pressure to be on social media, otherwise you're going to miss out on stuff. But for me, like you said, it's like, I just, I've gotten to the point where I'll post and I just get off because sometimes it's just not good for my brain. And I know where I'm at and you know where you're at and how much you need to consume. Um, You know, and I, I do think a lot of people struggle with that. So, you know, as the last question that I do have um, as we're wrapping things up here. You know, I know a lot of people who are struggling with social media, are struggling with just things in their life, circumstances. What advice do you have for someone who's going through the suck right now and just needs a way out?
1: Just know you're not alone. There are people out there who care about you and there are people out there who are are willing to help you and just be willing to, to open your heart up to people about what's going on in your life. Like for me, like I had people who reached out to me and were like, hey, how, how are you? How are you? Is there anything that I, I can do for you? And you probably have people like that too. Don't be afraid to reach out for help because, and don't, and don't feel like you're being a burden on people as well. Because if people are willing to help you, you're not a burden. So, you know, utilize your, your, the people in your life who, who are willing to help you because they love you and, and they want to see you come out of it. Don't feel like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm wasting their time or anything like that. No, no, you're not wasting anyone's time. Like you're, you're, if, if anyone, you know, is willing to take time out of their day to see how you're doing you're, you're not a waste of time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I feel like, like 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 I was saying before, I felt like if I couldn't you no know, you know get through something by myself, I didn't feel like I earned it. And that was you no, know, that was a pride thing. That was that was me, you know, you know, trying to to you know project something, you know, this idea of a person that I thought was that I thought I needed to be. And like I was like that's all so foolish to think that because mm. that wasn't getting me anywhere. It wasn't getting it wasn't getting me to where I needed to be, and that was actually it was it was it was making me feel worse because I I wasn't you know going out there and and talking to people and and getting you know the help I need because just simply just talking to someone in general just getting it out you know is so therapeutic you know in itself and just just having someone that you can just just talk to you know they don't have to be a, a therapist they don't have to come up with any type of solution you know for your life you don't don't think that someone's trying to fix you just having someone there to just talk to you you know, you know give you a hug that can be enough mm-hmm. like like you have no idea like how liberating it feels to just get it out of your system and just to get it you know just to have that weight just lift off, off of your heart mm. like and it, it, it really it, it it really is something that I think people underestimate a lot of and then you know again going back to the whole social media thing is I feel like some people will instead of talking to someone they'll just like put out an, an angry an angry post about about something and then like you see like the comments you no know, down below it it's like, hey, what's going on And no one like and they don't like respond back. It's like just talk to someone. Mm-hmm. like it's okay to, to talk to someone and just and just get it out. You know, it's, it's okay you know to be vulnerable.
0: Yeah, oof. That just all that whole thing gave me chills because that is exactly I think what people need to hear right now is you're not a burden. It's okay to be vulnerable and talk to someone. You know, it's it's okay to feel alone, but you truly are not alone. Utilize the people around you, and if you don't have anyone, Jawan and I are here for you. We got you. So. Um, You can always reach out to the 100 series, you can always reach out to Juwan, you can always reach out to me, the Gray Matters, Foster's Voice, whatever you need to get through what you're going through because it's a community effort and we heal together. Um, So thank you so much Juwan for being on today. It means the world to me. I appreciate you. I'm inspired by you and just thank you so much for being who you are because the world is brighter because of your light and we need you here. So thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Haley. And same thing for you. Like, like you are absolutely crushing it with the thank great you. matters, and with your with and with your solving this like podcast. Like, like you are doing an incredible thing, and like what you're doing like is so important. And keep on doing that because I think more people are gonna keep on latching on to your vision and your brand. And it's just going to keep growing. So keep on doing what you're doing, Ailey. Uh, You're amazing.
0: Thank you. Thanks so much. Um, And thank you to everyone listening today. If you, you know, I say this at every episode, but if you need immediate help, don't be afraid to call the Suicide Hotline. Like Juwan said, um, talk to someone. And if you don't have anyone, you can call that number at any time. It's free. It's confidential. So if you need someone, don't be afraid to call. We're here for you. But so are other people out there. We love you guys. Take care. Have a great rest of your night. Keep surviving the suck.